Good evening, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I am your host, Sarah Arnold, and today I kind of want to talk about some of the current events that I have going on in my life, because there have been some uh, new developments that I'm really excited and kind of nervous about. Um, So I recently put in for a position in South Carolina, and interviewed and was selected for that position. So now I have the ball rolling and it's gaining momentum of this uh, monumental change that is going to be coming up in the near future. I don't yet have any definitive report dates or any official plans of how this is going to be taking place, but it's a lot. Um, To give you a little backstory on myself, I arrived at my current destination in the summer of 2002, and uh, as a military brat, I moved around a lot when I was a kid, so a consistent thing from my youth was a lack of consistency and change being inevitable, right? Which, it that idea is still... Uh, very predominant in my adult life. It's just the methodology of the changes that have come about is very different than the lifestyle that I was raised in. Um, so to, to put it honestly, this is the most settled that I've become, you know, in the second half of my life. Basically I've been working with the company that I'm at for the last 20 years. Thankfully, uh, the thing that's going to make this transition easier is that I am staying with the same company. I'm just transferring into another position and another location, which to me is exciting. I've been within my current role. I'm going on my fourth uh, season, so to speak, within my current role. And so if I were to say that I'm bored or I'm complacent would be pretty accurate, you know, not to say that I don't enjoy it, but you know, I am comfortable with where I'm at and I'm almost to the point of boredom, which isn't doing much for my mind. Um, so I look forward to this change of uh, responsibilities and the change of atmosphere but there's a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say anxiety. Like it's, it's excite. It's like positive excitement. Like it's not anxious because I don't know. I don't feel those negative connotations to it, but there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, anticipation for what's to come because of how settled I have gotten within my current, um, area, I guess, for like a better term. And so now what I want to bring up is the importance of getting out of your comfort zone, which is exactly what I'm based. I guess I would say I'm forcing myself to do really, because, um, I, I am very comfortable where I'm at. Um, I can almost do my job on autopilot Um, I just had to get out of my head to be able to do that. Um, 
about the only thing that's really been tying me up lately has been, and this is, I don't know, towards like the holiday season, you know, when we were getting that merchandise and dealing with that in like the beginning of the year. I, for a period, I was, felt like I was experiencing a bit of analysis paralysis. And I think the reason why had to do with um, the merchandise that we have compared to what I'm used to. And uh, other people within my role would probably feel like this is crazy talk. But I feel like the thing that was paralyzing me was a lack of merchandise. Because I can think of what to do with, you know, more than what we're getting. And so there's been a challenge in terms of trying to formulate plans with what we don't have because, yeah, it's it's different. And just kind of getting stuck in, like, hypothetical ideas and not just going, you know what I mean? Not just going with, you know, one or two. But, um, yeah, I've gotten really comfortable with where I'm at, which... It's nice for a little while, but for me with comfort comes complacency and that's when mistakes usually happen. So it'll be nice to do something different. Um, one of the things that I have been doing though as well that kind of ties into this is uh, somewhere around Christmas... I uh, had spoken with my doctor about um, what are the appropriate steps for tapering off of the medications that I'm on because um, I was on a uh, antidepressant and anxiety medication and blood pressure medication. And, you know, obviously when I had the conversation with my doctor, um, I felt as though the time would be coming if it wasn't right then that it would be coming very soon in which... I feel like I'm ready to transition, you know, off of these psychiatric medications. And so not long after Christmas, I reduced the dosage of my antidepressant um, by half because that's what he had stated to do. Although, like, in the context of the conversation, he also had mentioned basically, uh, you know, oh, if you're taking, you know, whatever you're taking a day, you know, on whichever one, like, don't do them all at once, you know, whatever. But he said to basically um, cut it by half. And then after a week of keeping it at a half dose, just stop, which I've been on these medications for a considerable time frame. And so to me, like, the idea of, you know, because I started with my antidepressants, because um, realistically speaking, I find that I'm more anxious than anything. And anyhow, so the idea of going to a half dose for a week and then stopping it sounded fucking insane for like, I don't have any other words for that. I was just thinking to myself, like, that's fucking insane. That sounds a little fast. Okay, buddy. Um, but I, I kind of took it, you know, the information and I modified it for my situation. So, 
from Christmas until, mm, I'm going to say a few days ago, I was taking the half dose. So it was like two months, right? A, a half a dose. I thought that would be a good, you know what I mean? A slow transition so as to not, you know, send myself into a state of overwhelm, you know, from that. And so, you know, I got to a point where I thought, okay, like I was good with that half dose, you know, um, like some other stuff cropped up that I'd noticed seemed to have dietary connotations. And so I've dealt with that. And uh, a few days ago, I stopped. So now it's just the other two that I'm still taking. And uh, I decided that it was time to stop after I got the notification that I got the job that I'm going into. And the reason why I chose now instead of later is because <laughs> it's a setup for success, not failure, right? Because right now I'm still in my comfort zone. I'm still, you know what I mean? I'm still within a role that I'm very comfortable doing. I'm still within an area that I am very comfortable in. And, um, to me, in my mind, I felt as though if there was going to be an adjustment to this, like if there was any kind of adjustment that I would be experiencing, that um, I would prefer to deal with that, any, any of the side effects, any of the potential, you know, blowback or whatever, uh, somewhere where I still feel comfortable and safe, because that's not something that I can guarantee going forward. And so... Obviously, I got my notification and lo and behold, determined it's time, you know, it's time to cut this. And so I did. Um, so far, it's been a few days. Um, I've not really experienced any negative side effects yet. So that's good. I think the truth will really be told in about two weeks is, you know what I mean, when you really see, you know, what the impact of that really is all about so yeah we're gonna see how that plays out in about a week and a half but so far I seem to be doing really well with um the the coupling of just the anxiety medication and my blood pressure medication and um, another interesting observation that I've made about this is that um I'm slowly working caffeine back into my life, which, ah, I've missed it. Um, this is something I've been on reduced caffeine for years, you know, almost two years now. So to me, being able to have, um, fully caffeinated coffee, <laughs> um, with any kind of consistency is, uh, it makes my heart smile. I've missed it a lot. <laughs> like, uh, it's, uh, I love being motivated. So I really like having my go-go juice, you know, going through my veins. <laughs> and so far I've not really experienced any negative side effects of that either. So I think I'm making the right choices so far. Like, I, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see how it really pans out. One of the one of the things that I'm experiencing though, with all of uh, 
these life changes is uh, because I like to be obsessively prepared. <laughs> I've already started collecting boxes and packing. And um, in packing, like, well, there's actually two things that are kind of paired together in this one. So um, I have a friend that's also um, going, was going through a divorce. And some of the communications we had coupled with the experience of packing up my house, it's kind of made me see that um, as much as I thought I had let go, there, there are a lot of things that I was still holding on to, um, you know, from th my former life. And so I'm seeing all of these things, you know, in my surrounding now that they've, they've almost been like background noise. So I haven't really paid it any mind or paid any attention to all of these things that I've carried with me through different iterations of my life and, you know, what they're reminding me of and everything attached to that. And I'm seeing that now very clearly as I'm packing up all of my belongings and going through things and getting rid of things. And I'm just saying that I have a lot to let go of, even though I thought I let go, there's still a lot more. And, um, most of it's more in terms of like physical belongings. Like, I don't think I've let go of all of the feelings attached to, you know, my failed marriages and, you know, whatever other, um, things that I've experienced recently that are, you know, just stressful, but I think I'm making peace with it to the best of my ability. And for anybody else out there that's experiencing this or has experienced this, that would be the thing that I think is most important in the aftermath of, you know, these catastrophic life changes, you know, is, um, making peace with what was and, you know, what I guess will never be, you know, like letting go of any potential what ifs, you know, um, any guilt or any shame that you have attached to whatever the circumstance may be, you know, it, it's a very vital step. I feel like for growth, um, in the aftermath of horrible fucking things. And that's what I'm doing right now is trying to make peace with everything, you know, making peace with the fact that, um, I allowed things to happen that I shouldn't have, um, you know, making peace with the idea that, um, I, you know, became who I became and why, and, you know, just trying to be better. Um, I think that's the biggest takeaway that I have from all of this right now is really just like trying to be better in all things, you know, trying to be better aware of the people that I'm interacting with, um, trying to be better aware of my own value, you know, and what I bring to the table because it's important, you know, it, it's really, um, it's affirming. I don't know, like, it's, it's nice to be in a place where 
I'm finally starting to feel and understand the importance of validating myself and not having a need or a desire to receive that from some, from somebody else. You know what I mean? To receive that validation from outside sources. And so I think that's just kind of put me in, in a place where I need to be, which, yeah, it's good. You know, it's really good to be in a place where I can be at peace with a lot of things that have happened and, you know, to be okay. It's taken a while to get here. Like, it's taken a long, <laughs> it's taken a long time to get here. You know what I mean? Like, for lack of a better way of putting it, I would say it's been like a, a year and a half after, you know, some of the major um, events that have put me on like an emotional roller coaster but um, I don't know I guess um, I wouldn't say I've learned to remove myself from the situation but maybe to some degree or another like if that's not the truth then getting off the pills and having this new life change has just put me in full like compartmentalization mode again and uh, I'm just too driven to have any negative feelings right now. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of both. Uh, we'll see next time, uh, you know, some extreme stressor pops up. That'll be the real t test, you know? Like, that'll be the thing. Like, if, if something that, uh, if, if something comes up that um, activates the old fight or flight response, like, that'll tell me where I'm really at. But uh, in the meantime, like, that uh, that seems to have subsided. Seems. <laughs> Very important word choice. And so I'm just kind of enjoying, you know, whatever I have left right now. Where I, where I am. Because I know that my time here is short. I don't know how short, but it's short. Um, and um, I don't know. Like, there's a certain excitement about you know, like picking up and walking away and getting the opportunity to just start over, you know, like, but what's cool is the starting over that I'm doing, I'm not really losing anything. Um, I'm still maintaining my tenure with my company and I'm gaining an experience that I haven't had which is thrilling. I'm looking forward to that like tremendously. And then like on top of that, like I'm going to be in the same town as my siblings, you know? That's that's really fucking cool. Um I haven't lived near any of them in at least 20 years, <laughs> probably more. According to one of my brothers, he says we haven't lived in the same area for 25 years. So I'm going to trust that he knows what he's talking about. He's not a complete moron. No, seriously, though, he's actually very intelligent. He's just not dissimilar to myself in making poor life choices. Um, but they're getting better, too. So yay him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's getting better about making smarter decisions for himself and his own well-being. Which is good because um, there's a pattern, you know, 
Yeah, like uh, we we have similar uh, behavior patterns when it comes to the level of stupidity we ascribed to. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm uh, taking it easy tonight. Um, not doing anything productive whatsoever. I've just dicked around on my phone on the internet after I got home from work and took a shower. And now I'm recording for you guys. And then tomorrow I'm going to have to get back to packing and getting, getting things out of this house that are just taking up space. And like, this is one of those circumstances I'm trying to figure out. Um, is it just that the reality hasn't hit me yet? Or is it that it is, you know what I mean? Like it has. And like, even though I am literally, you know, walking away from, you know, everything I built here over the last 20 years, I'm just looking forward to the unknown, you know, like it's been a long time since I've moved across the country and it's really an exciting opportunity you know, sometimes for some people, that's really all they need to get that head start, you know, you know, to get forward momentum. And so I'm really grateful that I have this opportunity for more forward momentum you know, and to be able to spend time with my siblings, you know, in the future. And then like my nieces and my nephews, you know, um, it'll be really awesome to be able to see them, you know, especially can with some kind of consistently or consistency. Fuck. <laughs> um, that's something I look forward to because, you know, I haven't really been around like, so my oldest brother had kids, you know what I mean, when I was still a teenager. So I spent time around his children when they were little, you know, and so it'll be really cool to be able to spend more time with them now as adults. And then at the same time, my other siblings have younger kids. And so I'll be able to spend more time with them and watch, like actually be able to be involved, you know, more hands-on and like watch them grow up, you know? And that's fucking cool. That's really cool. Like that's, that's the thing that I'm like, that's exciting. Cause I, it's a, a missed opportunity. You know what I mean? It'll be not something nice to, um, I guess I would say circle back to or whatever is getting that opportunity, you know, for us to do stuff. And, you know, as a family, that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Like, yeah. Like, I look forward to having that, you know, system within a closer proximity instead of just having everybody, like, I wouldn't say that at arm's length. I feel like the exact opposite towards my siblings in that way. Um, truthfully, I would say um, my brothers are some of my closest friends. And 
I I don't know. I, lo I love the relationship I have with my sister. She's just busy because she's got a baby. <laughs> so, and, you know, mom life is basically what she's, you know, in the thick of right now. So I get it. It's cool. You know, she's doing what she can to, you know, be a mom and be there with her kids. And, you know, like, I guess that's the thing that to see my siblings in action, I think that's what they provide, um, that it, it really warms my heart to see, because I feel like to some degree or another, they're all providing for their children things that were not provided for us. And, um, uh, it gives me hope for the future. Like it really, really does to see like the varying levels of involvement that they've got, you know, with their kids and like those relationships and it's more to hear it really because <laughs> a lot of it happens over the phone at this point. <laughs> there's not a lot of in person unless, you know, there's a special occasion. But yeah, I look forward to this. This will be really cool. And uh, so if I'm uh, distant um, for a little while, it's probably because I'm packing my life away. I'm going to try to maintain this though, like, because I, I don't know, there's somebody out there that needs to hear this, that out of a shit storm, you know, hope can grow. Yeah. So I'm signing off. So everybody be well.